the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Welcome back to the AV Profession, the show about the AV profession by AV professionals. I am your host, Taylor Ryan Moore. And with me today is another fellow newcomer to the industry. Katie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Katie Krupenbacher. I'm the business development and marketing coordinator at TAD. Um, and I'm excited to be here. So thanks for having me, Taylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so before we get into the questions, talking about all the fun stuff about the AV industry, I do have a little bit of an icebreaker question. Um, okay. With the Halloween season coming up, um, everyone's getting their costumes together. So I want to know if you have your Halloween costume together or if you have a favorite costume you've done in the past that you were like most proud of. Mm -hmm. So I don't have one yet for this year, but I should get on it because I love Halloween. Um, but I think my favorite costume from the past my college roommates and I were the Powerpuff Girls, so I had lived with two other girls, and the three of us were the Powerpuff Girls. It was pretty epic. Which one were you? <laughs> I was Bubbles. I was blonde at the time, so it made a little more sense. Well, that's fun. It's always fun to do like a, a nice group costume. Yeah, I know when yeah. I was in I was in college, I dressed up as Rick and Morty for Halloween. Mm -hmm. So like, my pledge dad was Rick. I was Morty, and then. In the middle of all that, I also got a little, so I was like, he's got to fit into the costume somehow. Mm -hmm. So we were like, who's he look like the most? And so I was like, oh, he looks like Jerry. So we made him Jerry. So it was a nice little trio of costumes. That's so. amazing. That's amazing. Love a good Halloween costume. Pretty iconic. Well, the whole point of this show is to talk about people getting into the AV industry. And so I wanted to ask you, how did you sort of get your start within the industry? Yeah, so it was actually pretty random. Um, I was working remotely for a company at, in Rochester at the time. Um, and you know, I was just looking for a new job. Um, I was looking for something a little bit smaller and more collaborative. And I was also hoping to move to New York, which I eventually did. So, um, I kind of started on a job search and, you know, put out so many applications on LinkedIn and that's, I kind of stumbled across tab that way, but um, you know, it was pretty random, but I'm, I'm happy I ended up where I did. Uh, when you were looking and applying into TAP, what sort of caught your eye when you found this company? Like, mm -hmm. did you know anything about AV going in or was it just like, like you said, by accident? I really didn't know anything about AV. Um, but what kind of attracted me to TAB is their emphasis on design. So TAB stands for Technology Architecture Design. And we say that we, you know, exist at the intersection of these three things. So you know, some of the projects that I saw on our website, um, you know, were really impressive. And you can tell that they focus really on the end user. Um, and even though I'm not a designer myself, I've always had an appreciation for design and art in that way. So that's mm -hmm. really kind of what drew me to TAB. Hey, so can you sort of uh, show, like explain what your day-to-day -day life sort of looks like working with TAD, especially in the marketing industry? Mm -hmm. So it really is different every day. Um, especially just because I'm a one person marketing team over here. So, mm -hmm. um, I really coordinate everything when it comes to business development and marketing. So on the business development side, there's, you know, um, writing proposals and coordinating and upkeeping our CRM system, um, you know, creating presentations, um, mm -hmm. you know, just making sure, you know, everybody's 
calendars are synced up, like just lots of administrative tasks kind of on the sales side of things. Um, and then from the marketing standpoint, I do, um, you know, the social media, I update the website, um, you know, put case studies out there. Um, I'm starting to do a little bit more media relations, you know, mm-hmm. press releases types of things. So it really is a little bit of everything. And, and because of that day to day is, is really different every day. And I know you said it's sort of like a one woman show working with Tad, especially in the, on the marketing side of things. Have you, are you used to working sort of by yourself on a lot of large tasks? Or is this like the first job you've gotten? I was like, well, now it's just, it's all on me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I think this is my first job that it's, you know, this much responsibility that, you know, the marketing is, is, is on me. It's on me to come up with the ideas and make sure things are getting done on time. But I definitely wouldn't call it a one woman show because Tad is so collaborative in nature and, mm-hmm. you know, we all work together, you know, even though the project team and the marketing team or myself are, are separate, they're really the ones that are helping me put the content out because at the end of the day, you know, they're the experts. They're the ones that worked on the project. So if I'm, you know, writing an Instagram caption about a project we did or a case study for the website or a presentation that one of the people on the team is going to give, I'm collaborating with those people for, for everything that I make pretty much. So like I said, it's on, it's on me, but it's, it's really a team effort, but it is kind of the first role that, um, I'm in like this one. How has it been sort of getting acclimated into the industry? Like, I know you've been here for a few months. Like, are you getting to know other people outside of TAD or have people in TAD sort of help connect you with those people? How's that sort of integration been? Mm -hmm. It's been a lot more than I expected, to be honest. I didn't realize, you know, all of the different aspects that go into AV, you know, just like Mm -hmm. from the project side and understanding what some of these projects look like and, you know, understanding, you know, the difference between an integrator and a consultant and, you know, all the different team members and the construction phases and service offerings. But also, you know, beyond those types of things, there's also huge trends that are affecting the industry, like, you know, the hybrid workplace and, um, you know, just automation, things that are going on in technology, like that all plays into our day-to-day work. So learning all of that was a big undertaking that I didn't necessarily realize was going to come my way, but um, it's been exciting to learn that type of thing. And then, you know, as far as, as meeting people, um, it's been really great with, with Tad. Some of my team members have connected me um, to people in the industry and, you know, it's kind of grown from there. That's actually how we met. You know, one of a connection that I made through someone at Tad connected us. So, you know, right. and it seems it that the AV industry is, is very welcoming and very close knit. I don't know if you've experienced that, but that's... I think I've experienced that, especially being in it for almost a little over a year now, like everyone sort of knows everyone without really knowing everyone. Right. Which is sort of weird, but it makes it feel like you're not going through this process alone in Mm -hmm. a sense. And it's sort of nice. Like when you actually get to talk to those people, you get to see a lot of similarities and differences. Like I feel like some people could get sort of blinded with like AV just looks like one certain way of just like 
you know, the typical older white gentlemen in the industry in their in their khakis and their light blue button downs. And that's what the industry looks like. But mm -hmm. the further you go down, the more it's just like just a wide range of different like stories and experiences. And not a lot of people plan to be in this industry. Sometimes it's sort of just like you said, just falls in your lap or you just sort of find it. Mm -hmm. So I guess. Um, what's been sort of like your favorite part about being part of this close knit type of industry? I think just meeting all the new people. I'm a people person. That's probably how I ended up in marketing. So, you know, just just learning about the industry and these people with all these, you know, kind of different backgrounds and how they ended up in the same place. You know, it's really a cool collection of, of people. When you talk about learning some of the stuff in the industry, what sort of resources and tools have helped you out? Have you used some of the free resources on Avixa or is it just been like just through conversations with other people? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, definitely a lot of conversation, right? Like with your team and training. And I think, you know, the people you work with are really probably the best resource. So Tad has been great at, at you know, helping with that, with that type of thing. Um, also Avixa and LinkedIn, like LinkedIn is huge. When I first started, I just followed, you know, so many different AV outlets and different companies mm -hmm. and different hashtags that related to you know technology and architecture and all those different types of things so you know you can just kind of check in daily and start to get that feed and start to integrate yourself into the topics that the people around you are talking about that's been a really big one has there been a major project or campaign with tad that you've been most proud of since joining the team well i mean i think for me that I've been a part of, it was really cool to see everyone go to Infocom this year. And I know you went, I saw your, your um, podcast on it, but just, you know, seeing our team become, you know, a part of this larger organization and see kind of where we fit in amongst all these different people and, and just going back to an in-person conference at all was just, you know, really big and exciting. So, you know, I think as years go on, I'll have a bigger part in it, but it was really cool just to, you know, go through that as, as a first, you know, experience. Did you get a chance to go to Infocom? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, no. Maybe in the Are future. Are you going to be able to go next year? I'm not sure. Maybe I'll have to okay, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> if we mean if, if we go in the future, if you go for 2023 in Florida, we gotta we gotta meet up. We gotta go to one of these nice fancy after parties that they throw. We do, we do. It is it is a lot for someone's first time, especially if you're not expecting it. Mm -hmm. Like like I've, you've probably heard a lot of people say there's kind of walking. It's high. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of booths to see. It's a sensory overload. Mm -hmm. But I think like finally meeting the people that are not just online people, like meeting them in person, is. It has a larger impact than just yeah. seeing them through a screen. At least I think. No, I absolutely. Not that I've experienced Infocom, but just in, in general, I, I totally agree with you. Okay. Were there any challenges that you faced when getting into this industry? Like, I know for me, when I applied for this job, I was like, I know nothing about the AV industry. They're going to figure me out quickly that I don't know what I'm doing or talking about. Mm -hmm. Were there any challenges or like, you know, sort of second guessing yourself once you got in here? Like, I know I'm good at marketing, but do they expect me to know all the technology aspects of the AV industry? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, I think that was the biggest challenge, just learning all the different things. Um, you know, there's so many different acronyms and different roles and different, you know, so many different pieces of the puzzle that I was kind of saying this before that I wasn't expecting it to be as complex as it is. So, you know, 
sometimes, like I said, that's why I lean on my team because I'll be writing these case studies. And especially in the beginning, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this means, what this technology is referring to. There's, you know, ratios and numbers that, you know, just yeah. didn't make sense to me. And I'm still learning it all, you know. Um, but that was definitely probably the biggest challenge. Especially those acronyms. I feel like they'll be the same acronym, but they all mean like three different things. And it's like, which one are you talking about in this type of setting? I know. Like, I need or like just say the words, you know. <laughs> just say the words. I'll come up with the acronyms myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or like, you know, what's like a, you know, a rack build or these different types of cameras for these conference rooms. It's like, how do you just absorb all this knowledge while also trying to figure out, like, how do you go in writing something like you know it, but you don't really know it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's hard, you know, we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves too, because, you know, some of the people that we work with have been in this industry for 20 years and they went to college for this type of thing. So that's how I keep myself, you know, sane. It's like, it's okay yeah, not to know everything. That's like one of my biggest challenges. It's like, I want to go in and be like, I know everything that I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. I have all the answers. And then you get in, you sit and you write like an article and you're like, I don't know what any of these words mm -hmm. mean. Mm -hmm. You know, I usually say fake it till you make it. But when it comes to like the numbers and the technology aspect of things, you really can't. So You can't fake numbers. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's for sure. And so kind of wrapping things up and sort of ending over handing on this note for someone who's like, you know, like you fairly new to the industry, who is probably thinking about applying for a job in AV or, you know, wanting to get their feet wet in it. What would you tell them? What sort of advice would you want mm -hmm. to give them? Something that you wish you would have heard before applying for this job? Um, I think just, you know, to go for it. Like if you're interested, do some exploring, you know, like we were talking about resources before, following people on LinkedIn, looking up a VIXA, um, even connecting with people. You know, when I was doing my job search, even, you know, before I came across AV, um, something that I found really helpful was just talking to different people in, you know, different roles that I thought were interesting. And, you know, through gathering all that information, you start to learn, you know, what sounds like something you would like to do and what you wouldn't like to do and things like that. So, um, you know, I would say just explore and, and make connections. Don't be afraid to reach out. It really is a very welcoming industry. So I'm sure, you know, people would be more than happy to sit and chat with you. Yeah. Are there any personal goals you have for working at TAD for the next calendar year that you would like to see? Oh gosh, I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I think the biggest thing is, you know, our, our socials. I mean, I've gotten a wrap on a lot of the internal stuff and, and gotten my hands around it, which is, you know, kind of a major important piece of the puzzle, right? Keeping all of that yeah. stuff coordinated. And then, um, we, we really just kind of started putting, you know, info out there on the web. It was something that always kind of fell to the back burner. Now that I'm here, I feel like I have this opportunity to really do something with it and, and push it in an exciting way. Um, so that's kind of going to be the big task for the next year, I think. Well, I hope you can achieve it. Thanks. And speaking of socials and promoting, is there anything you'd like to promote on here on our podcast? <laughs> yes. So, so <laughs> I'll promote our website and our socials. Um, our website is technologyarchitecturedesign.com, all spelled out. Um, and we're also on 
LinkedIn with that name, or I think it's actually Tad on LinkedIn. And then um, on Instagram, we're Tech Arc Design. And then where can, pers- where can people personally contact you if they want to get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, so it's Katherine Krupenbacher. Alrighty. Thank you so much. And if you all want to follow me, um, you can follow me on LinkedIn at Taylor Ryan Moore, or you can follow me on Twitter at double underscore Taylor Moore. That's two underscores, Taylor Moore. So listen to more podcasts like this, head on over to avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Thank you again, Katie. Thanks, Taylor. Taylor.